this is the shortlist. USA Today editors pick out the most interesting stories of the day. I'm Hannah Burton. Here are the three stories we've got in the podcast. There will be a new face on the $10 bill, but who will it be? The Flint water crisis has a breakthrough in the investigation. And finally, Whole Foods defends its bakery employee after a cake controversy. First up, for the first time in 100 years, women are appearing on U.S. paper currency. Treasury Secretary Jack Lew announced today that Harriet Tubman will replace Andrew Jackson, our seventh president, on the front of the $20 bill. Here's the report. The first woman to be the face of a bill of U.S. currency will be anti-slavery campaigner Harriet Tubman. She is set to appear on the front of the $20 bill. After a long, public, and sometimes heated consultation period, the U.S. Treasury Department was expected to announce the news on Wednesday. The Treasury had reportedly considered letting Tubman bump founding father Alexander Hamilton from the $10 bill. Instead, she will take Andrew Jackson's spot on the $20 bill. Tubman had won the people's vote even before the U.S. Treasury decided to put her on the 20. She was born into slavery and is best known for her role on the Underground Railroad. While Tubman is getting some love, another group of women will just have to settle with being on the back of a bill. It was also announced today that a group of women voting rights activists will appear on the back of the $10 bill as Alexander Hamilton will stay on the front. Although he was the first Treasury Secretary, I'm all about the girl power. Well, at least we're seeing some progress. And who knows, maybe carrying around cash will come back into fashion. Next up, today three officials involved in the Flint water crisis have been charged with official misconduct, evidence tampering, and other offenses. This is the first time criminal charges have been brought against government officials in this public health disaster. In case you don't remember, Flint's water became contaminated with lead in April of 2014 when the city tried to save money by switching its drinking water source from Lake Huron to Flint River. The problem was that the town of Flint didn't use the right chemicals to treat the water. So, for almost a year and a half, the poor, mostly black city of 100,000 used lead-contaminated water. Governor Rick Snyder didn't even acknowledge the problem until last fall, when tests revealed high levels of lead in children, which can cause low IQs and behavioral problems. Our sister news organization, the Detroit Free Press, caught up with the governor in a noisy hallway. So, please ignore the background noise in this clip with Governor Snyder. The vast majority. we got a lot of wonderful people working for the state of Michigan, and it's great to have them part of the team. They're out there helping people every day. We have 47,000 people that work for the state. Uh, and again, let's not let the possible situation of a handful affect all 47,000. Let's be proud of the people. And again, we don't have any specific information to say there's an issue with those individuals. Michigan's attorney general said this was only the beginning and guaranteed that more criminal charges will be filed. The three government officials charged could face up to five years in prison. And last on the list, Jordan Brown, an openly gay pastor, said he ordered a cake from Austin-based Whole Foods that says, Love wins. However, the cake came back with the phrase, and a gay slur. Brown blames Whole Foods, but Whole Foods said the pastor is a liar. Listen here for the report. It's become the cake controversy, a three-letter gay slur written on a cake and one big question, who wrote it? For me, uh, it was... Uh, humiliating, 
Holding back tears, Jordan Brown, an openly gay pastor, blamed the bakery at the Whole Foods flagship store downtown where he bought the cake. Yesterday, his attorney, Austin Kaplan, filed this lawsuit against the grocer for intentional infliction of emotional distress. Today, Whole Foods is firing back, standing by its employees and filing its own lawsuit accusing Brown of defamation. A countersuit this quick is very, very rare. Brad Bonilla is a personal injury attorney. I think the message with filing a countersuit that quick suggests that Whole Foods is vigorously intending to fight this and that they really believe this suit is without merit and baseless. Whole Foods calls the accusations fraudulent and released this video of Brown checking out that they say proves it. According to the company, when the cashier scans the UPC on the box, the label is on the top of the box. It counters a video released by Brown's attorney. In it, Brown says the box is unopened and still has the label, but it's on the side of the box. And Whole Foods is going one step further, also filing sanctions against Brown's attorney. An attorney has an ethical duty to ensure that they have a reasonable belief that this claim is not frivolous. And so the attorney would have to do some sort of investigation to ensure that this is a viable case to present. Bonilla says Brown's attorney now has to find objective evidence, such as phone records, to collaborate his client's claims as the case of the cake continues. Whole Foods also says they stand behind their accused bakery team member who is part of the LGBT community. Brown's attorney says they are investigating these allegations and he is preserving the cake and the box as evidence. Well, that's it for the shortlist. Tomorrow morning, be sure to listen to USA Today's five things, giving you the top stories you need before you start your workday. The shortlist and five things are part of the USA Today podcast network. You can stream or download our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Tell us what you think. Tweet us with the hashtag, The Shortlist. I'm Hannah Burton. Thanks for listening.